You're listening to Homestar Running with David and Mark. Well, welcome to the Homestar Running Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Today we're discussing emails 51 through 55 and then a couple other tunes. We are going to check the emails. And I think I remember seeing, you know, obviously, like, I still hadn't started watching Homestar Runner at this point. But I think there are some rumors that there might not have been uh, more emails at this point. So they reference that when it comes back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, He comes back with asking uh, the first email. uh, The viewer asked Strong Bad to design a website for him. Um, Yes. What a glorious website it is. Yeah, what's funny is uh, I think uh, I think I've done some I did some GeoCities websites and they yep. weren't as bad as they could have been, like with flashing lights and sound and stuff like that. But they weren't great. And then rotating gifs or gifs or yeah. however you want to say it, I heard some yeah. guys arguing about that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And that's it's funny it being this early, like this was two thousand two, and mm-hmm. then still a issue where people are definitely still arguing about today and it's funny that people are really confident about it as well mm, yeah the um you know a lot, a lot of the tropes that he talks about you know the you can still find websites like this every once in a while you know they, they, they still exist but back in back in those days you know lots of people lots of people had websites that, that resemble <laughs> the, the kind of website that he came that he came up with at the end did you click on the actual on the the sample website, the strong strong bad sample website? Yeah, I did, and that's also like what I remember from when I took like a beginning flash class. Like I remember designing stuff that was kind of like that, where it's it kind of some lame animations and things like that. Yeah, the 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 text that goes from one, the right to the left and then bounces back and pongs back, and then the other one. There's like a little train that crosses. And then it goes off the black, and then it comes back on the other side. <laughs> yeah, and I like the uh, warping text where it's one thing mm-hmm. transitions to the other, but they're not really the same shape and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, and also just like having a black background with some red text on it, it just hurts the eyes. Mm-hmm. Right, but people really did that a lot, though. There was yeah. a lot of websites with black backgrounds. That was very common. Um, yeah. I think I remember, uh, you know, nowadays it's like everything's with a white background and stuff, which is, which is fine. Occasionally you see stuff where you can switch between them or something. Um, Cause I think maybe at night a black background with, you know, you, you still wouldn't want red text or anything, but um, yeah, I could see like sometimes having the back, having that type of background might be preferable viewing at night, but yeah, some people like, well, Twitter I know has had like a, a, a kind of a night mode that a lot of people sometimes tend to use, and Facebook recently kind of tried to trying to go there. It's kind of weird, but uh, but yeah, I think the, those er, those late '90s, early 2000s websites uh, are like an extreme version of that too, where you're they have like Times New Roman text on on you know it's like this tiny 12 point font or smaller, <laughs> um, and it's like it's pretty hard to read, or it's like you can read it, but there's like so much text on the page and yeah. then like inserted it was before easy blogging i, li- I like that uh he added some image you know the the strong strong bad's website he added some image images it's all about his the cheats the cheats 
and there's like there's like there's supposed to be like a picture of the cheat with long hair but like the graphic didn't come up <laughs> you see that one that was pretty cool yeah there's also um yeah the the essentially a meme of a cat which uh apparently that is their their cat um one of the guys oh, okay. had, they took that and added that in um yeah it's interesting and you know it, Kind of makes sense for Strong Side to have a live journal uh-huh. kind of thing. Not exact. It's not exactly a live journal, but it has that feeling, you know. Yeah, definitely people blogging about emotional or stuff or complaining and stuff like that. So I think that fits. Yeah, yeah, that, man. Those rotating guitars, man. Those really bring me back. <laughs> I mean, the the rotating guitar is totally something I would have done. Yeah, back in the day. I like the strong bad line. The internet is a place where absolutely nothing happens. <laughs> it's so, it's like it's kind of true, like in a way. I mean, I, now now a lot of a lot of nothing hap- a lot of a whole lot of nothing happens, and then as a result, something happens. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. It, I guess it was a little bit more. It was more true back in the day. Now a little too much happens on the <laughs> internet. You could say, but you could definitely. At least there's a lot of websites about nothing or nothing really, you know. Yeah. Okay, well, on the next email, island. Um, Mm -hmm. So an island, Strong Bad imagines being stuck on a desert island or deserted island with a home star. So there's one moment that I I really like, and I bet you it would be your favorite moment too. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. What's Uh, that? My favorite moment is that is when Homestar calls out the, the name of the pages and tunes and stuff like that and stuff. <laughs> yes. 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 That was, that was my favorite moment. <laughs> tunes with the, the, the ship coming over and the, the plane, the plane yeah. flying in the background. And it's funny <laughs> that they don't get rescued, um, especially because you th- think of the, those main pages as not part of the actual universe. Right. Yeah. And that, that, that's not really like a real thing that happens. Stromberg's like, oh man, stop doing that. It's annoying when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> that I like that. Yeah. That means that he's been doing that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has superpowers just by saying those words. That email. <laughs> yeah, that was that was cool. The uh I like that you can click on on each of them and they imagine they morph into what they're at the, at the very end. Like they did that with uh um I think that was they use the same kind of trick with uh, with one of the emails we talked about, where the other imagined superpowers that um, if he had, if a strong bad had different arms, yeah, different arms and stuff like that. They even bring back the same guitar. Yeah, uh, the Forty ers I'm a forty. Well, I'm a Fairweather Forty ers fan, but I like the the reference to the Forty ers versus the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. It's just kind of funny that they just a random '80s. Uh, super, mm-hmm. you know, which kind of makes it. I mean, they usually throw back um, stuff that far, but yeah, it is kind of funny. No, yeah, a, throw that in a message in the bottle. Have you ever sent out a message in a bottle? Have you ever tried, like, attempted? Just no, to, not at all. I, I think I may have tried something at one point, but may, maybe maybe my family members talked me out of it. I'm assuming if I ever threw out a message in a bottle, it would be taken out a little bit in the tide and then it would be brought back and pushed back into the shore, <laughs> the same shore from where, from, from whence I threw it or from yeah. where I threw it. It seems pretty likely, you know, either that or sink to the bottom of the ocean. 
Yeah. Like eventually the water just get, would get in the bottle. But uh, <laughs> no, uh, it's, I think it was funny as like years before it came into play again, but then um, Homestar calls uh, Strong Bad uh, Stinko Man. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. That, yeah, that does. I like that. It was that the first reference to Stinko Man. Oh, yeah. Right. And yeah. It would be years later until the, there'd be the cartoon. Um, yeah. But not too many more emails later. I checked up on it. I think so. Let me. Well. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get. Five e- oh, sorry. Five emails later. Uh, correct. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't until not that much later. But yeah, that was funny. And there's two ways you could interpret that. Like either that, you know, strong, either Homestar is calling Strong Bad stinky or that he's just bad with names because sometimes he messes up stuff like that. Or. Right. It's like some reference, or he's like referring to the video game character that you know hasn't actually been created yet. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I am like my my. If I were on a, a desert island, I would or a deserted island without any deodorant, I probably would not wear any. But uh, yeah, it it does get turned around into a positive later, <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a funny meme where also there's um, you're imagining the the characters as as food. You know that was in a Charlie Chaplin film originally, but then it was also in a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Oh yeah, which I know it. More famous. I know that from Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Well, in comic, um, like Strong Bad, it invents uh, Teen Girl Squad. Um, yeah, and he's he's asked to do it, <laughs> and it was actually surprising. I mean, surprisingly good. I think uh, usually it seems like when he's asked to do something that it it doesn't come out quite as good, or or it plays like he makes fun of it. But it seems to be like a pretty straightforward, uh, funny cartoon. Yeah, and he's he's definitely making fun of a little bit of a little bit of it. Like he doesn't he doesn't remember the names <laughs> at all, <laughs> or he like barely remembers some of the names. And then he, he and he makes them, you know, characters, car- you know, caricatures of of girls. So and so, what's your face? Yeah, I love, I love, I love that comic that he came up with. Though, so funny, Arrowed. Yeah, I'm definitely familiar. This is the one that I remember and I really like, and then the rest of them I don't remember as much. I I know there's been a a bunch of them, but yeah. Yeah, this one is good. And they, they actually packaged it where they basically cut out the intro outro. And then this is episode one of the Teen Girl Squad before they uh-huh. did sequels. I like that. Yeah. I was like, you look burnt or dead. I like that. Ow, my skin. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. So uh, like, it seems that they're like regular, they're doing regular girl stuff. And then... Like they're just like strong, bad little quirky um, references are thrown in. Like there are helicopters that fly, like that appear on the on the screen for like a, a brief moment. And uh, yeah, the burn, the burning, the the destruction. Yeah. And the arrows. I like the way like I'm in love. It's like I'm in love with all the boys or yeah. something like that. And then and then she's like arrowed. And it's it's like she's being you know stung by Cupid's arrows, but then <laughs> it pulls back further, and it's like some some big old creatures like just shooting out arrows at her. 
it's like yeah it's a it's strong bad imagining what girls would be into including weird pop culture saying like slang and stuff and he's making up and then but then he just abandons it sometimes to introduce random violence <laughs> yeah that's good it's a good touch it's good, and I think it's, it's, it's a good yeah, approach and I think it works, especially because it's got kind of the grade school um, uh-huh. like animation kind of step removed stuff like that, you know. Yeah, and then that, at the very end of it, so he's like, he's like, I'm gonna go, you know, sell it at Bub's concession stand. You know, I'm starting to get excited about this. I'm gonna make a magazine, and the, and then maybe some uh, some old music store. Did did you um, did you click on it at the end where you go to like um, it's like you're at a at an indie indie record store. Did you, um, did you click I on read that? about it, but I hadn't clicked on it. Yeah. Yeah. It, when you're when you're watching it, it's basically like it's like a scene out of High Fidelity, pretty much. You know, with guy, you know, those customers coming in, and they're kind of trying to one up each other a little bit, talking. One guy's kind of talking more, like like, "Whoa, do you enjoy that music?" And then the other guy is like, "Oh, I'm pretty much I'm a better music fan than you." <laughs> Essentially, is the is the theme of it. It's running. It's running under this. The yeah. pretext of it but uh I, I like that it's it seemed like i think high fidelity came out like not too long before that and so i think it's, it seems like a reference to to high fidelity i think it's something like that or um the simpsons creator matt gronig um uh-huh. originally sold um homemade comics out of the record store when he was working that as a job ah. oh cool i didn't know that cool uh that's what i have for for that yeah same uh, morning routine is another classic one i like that there's a um i like the loop in the beginning where he uh-huh. flies back and then you see the entire time up to where he's going and then you think he's about to flash back again but it continues so i like that element and then yeah. it's just odd at the end um like <laughs> it's funny but I, I don't really understand like why there's so many eggs you know yeah i don't i'm not sure either <laughs> yeah it's just constant interruption though um uh, yeah i like in another in another you know strong bad does do eggings but i don't know why he would have all these different kinds of eggs yeah and, it, and it's almost it's almost like and and it's a it's almost like a character reversal where strong side would seem like the kind of character who would be more interested in collecting rare or different types of eggs he just that just seems to fit his personality but he finds it really weird yeah <laughs> and it's and it's also absurd that he's finding them in a couch too cuz you know like you can you can drop a coin in the couch but if you drop an egg it's that thing's going to crack but it's 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 total absurdist humor where it's just like finding one is kind of okay whatever that's weird and finding two is like whatever but then finding 10 is where it's, it starts to get absurd and hilarious and comes around to funny. Yeah. Like totally not believable, but funny. You're, you're totally right about the reversal on that. I hadn't really thought of that. I like strong sads line. Uh, there needs to be a better word for weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I do like also that, you know, he's sleeping on the couch past noon and then his hand is, in a bag of uh, uh, potato chips, and the brand uh-huh. Potate is in uh-huh. is the name of the brand on there, which I, I think is nice. a funny name for it. Yeah, mm, mm, I yeah. want some. Potato. It's also weird to see, like you really get a good look at 
the back of Strongbad's head, and you see the laces and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Or it is. He is wearing a mask. It's not just his face. Yeah. Or it's just uh, yeah. Laces are part of the part of his head. You know. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then cheat talk rounds out this episode. Um, yeah. That's a pretty good, uh, pretty good voice there. Yeah. And I like how the strong bad tries to get the cheat to say stuff that he says stuff that's completely different, you know, and the same uh-huh. thing with a uh, strong mad. I also like how uh, the cheat and strong bad and then strong said all appear like immediately um, mm-hmm. right off screen and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Where they're all like, they're all, they're all ready for it. Yeah. Uh, there's also, yeah, I like the, go ahead. Oh, did you, the, there's the little cartoon at the end. Yeah, where they're so the old timey kind of language learning record, and uh, this would be an example of the kind of there definitely are language learning CDs that are like this, where they say one expression, and then they just translate it. But uh, this would be an example of how you don't learn a language with a recording because it's just so complicated in these long sentences that you'd have to practice so many times to learn to learn that. But then when they go, they go to the little them make producing producing it at the very end. That, I like that part. Well, apparently, those are actual lines um, that the cheetah said um, in previous cartoons. I hadn't realized that until I looked it up on the wiki. Um, oh, nice. So that um, one of those is referencing jumping jack contest, which we are probably not going to cover because it's not on the website anymore. But then in Pokemon, uh, <laughs> in Pumpkin Carn- Carnival, um, the cheat apparently says the king of town is so lame. Um, like he's just kind of agreeing with Homestar and stuff. And then, and then she says, yeah, you don't like this costume when he's talking about a cape that he's wearing and mm-hmm. superhero name. And then, uh, and then when he says, screw you, all y'all is right before he gets censored in strong bad email 22. Oh yeah. Apparently on that, I like that. Yeah, it was like, yeah, overly specific words. And then I also like that on the lesson to you, all the swears, because it's definitely right. stuff that people learn right away. Yeah, they want to learn that. Yeah. How do you insult somebody? How do you say it by work? Well, and sometimes you want to know when you're being insulted, too. <laughs> That's true. Well, I like the little uh, line when he's typing, to, when he's just talking to citizens of Cory, North Dakota. Oh, yeah. That there's a little loudspeaker noise. Um, yeah. without him using actual loudspeaker. And then obviously, you know, Corey, North Dakota, sounds like it could be a town name. It really does. Yeah, and it's just the way he signed his name. Like if he had, if he had put it North Dakota on another line, it would, it would have looked fine. But because, <laughs> because he signed it, Corey, comma, North Dakota on the same line, it looks like the name of the city. Yeah. Maybe right. I know it says North Dakota. No, I agree on that. Cool. Well, moving on to some of the tunes. Mm-hmm. So we've got the Reddish Radish, which is um, one of the older tunes. Of course, it seems like it's even older than it is because yeah. it's done in a different style. And, uh, you know, it's a basic, like, kind of uh, storybook kind of story. But then there's, like, it's intentionally done with, a, like, a paper cutout kind of look. And then... Um, a laugh track, which often lasts when there's no not nothing funny. Um, All right, kind of like Big Bang Theory. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, the Big Bang Theory is funny, but the laugh track is a little overdone. Well, <laughs> I got to agree on that. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Like, Big Bang Theory was one of my favorite TV shows early on, and then towards the end, um, it had some moments, but it, I didn't like it as much. Uh, yeah. Which I think it's kind of a, a lot of people's opinions on it. Yeah. But I actually went to a Big Bang Theory taping um, pretty early on. I think it was like season three or so. Live. Yeah. In yeah, nice. And it was a taping of, there was an episode where they went paintball for the first time. Yeah. I think on that. I, remember, yeah. I vaguely remember that. And it's weird. It's like, yeah, if you're in a crowd, you definitely think things are funnier than they are. Right. I think if anything, they, uh, they probably uh, mix it down more than um, than the actual live crowd at the taping. Like right. A, the kind of reactions on that, you know, like if you're watching something live and you're really into it, like you'll enjoy it more than, than you would think of uh, on TV and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Do you like, yeah, because there's that shared experience. And I've, ha- I've had it where, like, the, the, for the TV show community or even maybe the Big Bang Theory too. Like when I when I watch Community with other people, it's it's, it's just I just laugh more, I, or at least I laugh more out loud, yeah, uh, less less internally. But did you okay? So if you went to the taping, and then you watched the same episode later, did, did do you remember like you know our crowd didn't laugh the same way, or <laughs> were they like were they editing some of the tape, or did they like, or was it that some of it was from your live the live taping? And they added it, added some other ones in other places where you guys didn't laugh. You know, I think, it was, funny. I think it was all from the live taping. Um, oh, okay. That. The one thing that I think um, seems a little fake about it is that they edit it down. Like, you know, they're this, it goes from scene to scene, you know, right away. And, and then when they do, uh, when they do it live, it's like, three minute plays you know like and then there's a f- some downtime while they reset each scene yeah so I gotcha. like, it's like in real life we weren't laughing as often but then when you compress it down then you have the laughs you know more often and stuff like that uh, okay yeah yeah it's just interesting the way that yeah. the way that all works out and this is you know this tune is obviously making fun of laugh tracks because there's right. such laughter all the time even when it's not funny or well it's not supposed to be funny and stuff like that yeah and there's yes. still, there's still some stuff that is funny on this so it's a, maybe not a yeah a ton but you know i think i i like the choice that the the brothers chaps did when they were creating this one uh i like that uh i like that it wasn't just a straight cartoon and that um like it was the cutout characters and then they added a laugh track so I think the story is okay, but it makes it interesting and it makes it like a, to, to kind of make it a critique or not a critique, but like just make it a little, um, you know, just playing around with a few more different genres at the same time. Too. Yeah. I think it makes the story, it, it makes the story a little better and a, or a little more bearable because <laughs> the story is, you know, so simple. You know, there's a few things I liked. I like the marzipan knocking with her head on the door. Yes. Saying, ouch. You know, those. Was, yeah, I guess she had to do that twice, uh, two different. Parts. She's kind of shaped like a broomstick, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really, really strange that she knocks like that. Yeah, and then um, strong dad when he's, you know, he's like talking about like we're gonna win the competition and then um, become famous. Where it's like they don't know what they'd actually do if they succeeded in something. Yeah, and we're like, well, we'll become famous, you know, kind of a little bit. <laughs> yeah, there's no. 
it's like they're the little town. It's not clear how many other members of the town are 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 they actually there too, or what the prize money is. Yeah, I think there's a few. Yeah, at least in the early tunes, maybe not not really in this tune, but there's at least seems like there's several characters that are just kind of in the background. Yeah, as a crowd. It still seems like a tiny, really tiny town. Yeah, I, I like also. I like the recurring theme of Homestar waiting for Marzipan. You know, <laughs> she's she's not showing up. And this in this case, it wasn't because she was making a choice, you know, not to not to be there for him, but because she was actually caring for him. But uh, Homestar is often waiting for her. And I like the little line, the Marzipan. I'm the winner line. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's a decent twist at the end. Like they're all fighting over one radish, but that's not the winning radish anyway. Yeah. And it also was, yeah, it wasn't the largest or the reddest, right? Yeah. They're both absurdly large, but, yeah. Okay. Well, now moving on to Luau. Mm-hmm. This is another early tune. You know, this one's, like, more developed, and they're basically the modern characters at this point. And I like that, yeah, Strong strong Bad is being spiteful, where he's saying, like, it's a, he invites for the same time as Marzipan's stupid party. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh I also like yeah, Strong Bed um says like artists of today and then puts on a cassette with a it's like a weird kind of dance rap song, um, Poot Slap. Oh which, Poot Slap, Poot Slap Tong. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kinda of funny. And I actually found like there's an Easter egg where you can listen to the whole song. Um it's not even on the Home Star Runner site, but apparently yeah if that was something they've been kicking around or, or something like that which it, it's much better in the like the the course little line and you know later on at the end of the tune in the easter egg when you see uh strong bad dancing to it is better than the actual song uh right probably that good and then yeah I'll- maybe they had it on the cd that they sold that may have been one of one of the the tracks that was on the cd because I forgot, or unless I just downloaded it illegally on Napster <laughs> back in the day. Sorry. <laughs> that's, well, that's funny. Yeah, uh, let me see. It appears in, uh, I guess there's a link to download a version of it. Um, mm-hmm. Edit as a, as a song download. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like the, um, I like the idea. Well, there are a few things. There's Homestar drank all the melon melon sodas melon melonade or whatever they call it, uh, and then he keeps he mentions that a few times, uh, and then they don't nothing happens with that until the very end, and then you have um, you know they uh, strong bad and his his team you know they he has he's, his party is just basically about making s'mores, and you know I, if I'm honest I would probably go to the uh, the s'mores s'mores party. You know, just because I want to eat s'mores more yeah. than tofu, but um, but they, he forgot the wood, so then he he goes and steals the wood. But then he he doesn't know. How to, at first, you think it's like he doesn't know how to light a, a campfire. He doesn't know how to light wood. Like you need some kindling, man. You can't just you can't just light the wood straight up. But then you find out that Homestar uh, there was a reason why he couldn't light it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it had to do with the melon soda. That was a that was a good callback on that. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, they're, you know, kind of throwaway lines. I like, uh, you know, Strong Bad says the line, crazy go nuts for the first time, which would come in later with the university. Um, ah. And then Homestar 
says like I love marzipan and everything. Um, which is kind of but... yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to stay at the party, and I, I I do like that gag where marzipan thinks everyone's eating tofu when they're eating the marshmallows. Yeah, that's pretty great. And apparently, it's the same uh, instrumental on loop that she was also playing at the uh, audition game. Yeah. Okay. I thought I thought so. Yeah, that sounded familiar. Yeah. Still don't yeah. know the song though. I would still fail the audition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that was a nice little twist. Um, There's kind of everyone going over there, but yeah, you know, the story itself wasn't much, but I like the lines and the, I like some of the right. jokes. Yes. Cool. Well, speaking of Fluffy Puff and marshmallows, then there's a commercial for it. Uh-huh. It came out around the same time, but then it seems interesting that it's it's real similar to the intro site. Yeah, I, I prefer the intros, the intro, yeah. the welcome, the welcome introduction. Um, I prefer the, the gags that they use for that one. No, uh, yeah, I like that more. It was definitely repetitive. Um, I was like, but uh, I do like I do. But I will say though. You know, by the very end, he does so many takes, and it's like he starts off during the day, and it's at nighttime, and he's like, "Ah, I'm Homestar. I like marshmallows," and they're like, "It seems like that's the one they go with." Yeah. Uh, you heard it yourselves. You know, Homestar likes marshmallows, and it's like, actually, did you want to eat marshmallows by the end of like listening to this? You know, a lot because I kind of did. It <laughs> was effective. It's like, I like the original line. Is like, I like to eat 147 marshmallows. Yeah. After drinking like melonade or before I drink the melonade. Before I drink melonade, I like to eat 147. Yeah. It's like, and I like one of the matchups. Like, yeah, it's like, uh, before I drink something, oftentimes I eat something too. <laughs> yes. Which still has like the structure of like a lot of food advertisements and stuff like that, commercials. <laughs> That's true. I also like how bad the jingle is at the end. Like, not even with the part Homestar, but just the people saying some lines, like, in Add a Sink and Low Energy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cool. Well, then, uh, one last thing I think we're discussing. Uh, Marzipan Answering Machine number three. Yes. In which everyone declares their love for Marzipan. Yeah, I think it was a, a funny way to introduce it, you know, staggered stuff like that. And that way they can kind of have one character after the other without them realizing what the other characters are, are saying. So I enjoyed like, that. Yeah. Uh, Marzipan, did, you, did Bubs call you? Because he asked for your phone number. <laughs> okay, this is weird. Coach Z asked for your phone number too. Yeah. It was kind of an interesting uh, voices. Uh, affectation from Homestar, like kind of more the older one. Yeah, where yeah. he's kind of, I think he's kind of annoyed. Yeah. And then, yeah, so it's three different characters. Um, I like the Bubs and Coach Z and stuff like that. Um, did skip. Uh, Strong Mad was, wasn't that funny, but yeah. Yeah. I like, I like how forceful and how absurd it is. Like, I wondered, like, I wondered how. How the I forget because we're like and there's one episode that we watched where it's kind of like Homestar, I'm breaking up with you, and that but that may just be like a one-off line, and like in this answering machine, it definitely seems like they're she has broken up with him, she with Homestar, and like everybody else is like you know 
seems like she's she's fit, she's fair game fair game to ask her out yeah it seems like there might have been something that happened um off screen and stuff like that or something where it's like now suddenly everyone like realizes they can take a chance or something like that you know <laughs> yeah Which they yeah they they'd all been like waiting for their chance <laughs> uh, you know poor homestar or poor marzipan being in this you know one woman town <laughs> But yeah. maybe maybe Homestar is lucky that everybody else is crazy in the town. <laughs> yeah, they all they all take their chance. Uh, yeah, I like Bu- I like Bubs's Bubs's way of a- asking the question. He's like, "Hey, maybe we can go uh, go have some." I think does he like ask her to like dinner or some drinks, go to a cafe or something. You yeah. know, he's you know not really you know not no not really anything else going on. Just you you and I, just two people, two friends. Going to enjoy it together. Okay. I I, uh, I have in the past. I uh, I asked. I've asked people. You know, girls out in just as awkward ways. <laughs> so <laughs> I relate to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've been uh, like I think I've asked out girls, and it's come across like that desperate. So I can kind of relate to that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then what do you think of the uh, strong bad prank from this one, where it's uh, he's trying to call Marzipan as Marzipan, asking him to do stuff, you know, asking him to like, oh, yeah. punch Homestar in the face. <laughs> yeah, I mean the voice, it's just it's it's comical that where he you know he's like he's like semi attempts the voice, but he's also just like entertaining himself almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I guess yeah, it's it's funny because yeah, Marzipan has actually called called herself on the answer machine before, but yeah, that's it is right. the, the strong bad's fake falsetto voice. I enjoy that. <laughs> I like I appreciate um, whenever you know strong bad's doing some kind of voice that it always carries some. You can always tell it's strong bad, you know, doing the voice. Which that's an that's impressive voice acting by because all of these voices are like basically one guy. And they're all very distinct. Like I, you could tell if you just heard one person talking, you could tell you could tell which character it was. Uh, and then and then Strongbad's when he's doing another person's voice, in which he does frequently, you can still you can still tell that it's Strongbad doing a voice. You know, it's Strongbad yeah. doing Mars Van or Strongbad doing Homestar or Strongbad doing the cheat. It's, it's cool. cool. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, yeah. If you guys want to get in touch with us. Um... We're on Facebook. Um, we got email going. Um, Homestar running. It's funny. I don't even know our email. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. Uh, yeah, our email is homestarrunningpodcast at gmail.com and uh, facebook.com slash homestarrunning. And of course, if you want to leave us a review on iTunes or Google Podcasts or any of the other stuff, we'd appreciate that. Cool. Thank you for listening. Post time podcast.